Hello, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Unfortunately, we live in a time when we have to be more diligent for the safety of our children. Fortunately, Cobb Schools is made up of lots of parents who share the same concern and have made safety our first priority for not only our students, but staff as well. Toward that end, the superintendent stepped up by establishing the school district police force, seeing to it that staff is well-trained on what to do in the unlikely event of an active shooter and many other things. Here to talk with us about the latest tool for safety is the school district's emergency management specialist, Officer Phil Bradford. Phil, thanks for joining us. Good to be with you. So, Officer Phil, I understand that Cobb's rolling out a new tool for safety. Can you tell us what's that tool called? It's called Safe Schools Alert Tip Line. Okay. It's a school district tip line managed or uh, assisting us by Safe Schools Alert, which is a national level. That's a, a company? Company. And this is a, a telephone system, a tip line? For us specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I think we were one of the first ones when we were made aware of them. There are five means by which we can share or forward a tip for action on the part of the, the district. We can do it either online or by phone, email, uh, text, and they've developed an app for us to use. So oh, wow. there are five different methods by which a student or a staff member can, in fact, forward a tip for us to action. Okay, so we're it's called a tip line, but really it's it's much more than that. It's uh it's a telephone number, I presume. Yes, and then this app that you're speaking of, um, is that something that somebody could just download and? Yes, the the app it's a free download uh-huh. that they pull up Safe Schools Alert, and they can pull that that app up. Mm-hmm. And our district has its own code number. You add that in and. You can then use the app to forward, and it's obviously focused primarily on the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids are really good with the, with the apps. Yeah, but there's a, as I mentioned earlier, there's a number of different ways you can communicate, all depending on which means you are most comfortable with using. All right. So, and and that's uh, I think that's brilliant that you are, or or the school district is thinking of who the audience is. I mean, you're. Your uh, students are going to be much more comfortable with apps than than maybe talking to somebody on the phone. I can't get my son, teenage son, to call me and talk to me on the phone, but he'll send me a text. Yes. So that, that's a good there, insight. There's a, a flyer that will be going out soon mm-hmm. that uh, lists the address or the phone numbers that can be used to, in fact, forward the tip, depending on what means the individual wants to use. When will this system uh, be available to actually go live? It's scheduled to go live the week of the 21st of January. Is it something that's available just during the school day, or is it a 24-7 kind of thing? What? How does this? The focus for our tips is obviously at the school and the school environment. Uh-huh. They can forward a tip at any time, 24-7. Um, the point that we would like to focus here, again, this is a school environment. The nature of the whole process here is that this is information that can be shared of a a nature that allows us to be looking into shorter term, midterm 
type topics. This is not as opposed to a hotline where I need police support right now. I need an ambulance uh-huh. right now. Uh, somebody's considering, you know, hurting themselves or somebody else right now. That Those are emergency numbers. Those are hotline numbers where I, I need instant instant. Uh, support or response. So this this is, is a tip line that is looking more uh, longer term. There's there's a, a climate in the school that is not being addressed. Let's say there's some bullies in the school mm-hmm. that are that are sliding underneath the radar. We're seeking information that can allow the school to better address those school climate issues that. Uh, cause students anxiety or or fear that are not being addressed because people are afraid to share that information. So we're, we're looking uh, more of a midterm or a climate type thing as opposed mm. to an emergency situation. Okay. So where the, I need this help is not them. a 911 replacement. No, this, is, no. this is simply, uh, hey, I feel like there might be an issue developing here. Or, or there is an issue or there is. That, okay. that needs to be addressed, but it's not something that requires immediate response. There, there will be basically notification to school uh, leadership mm-hmm. that here's somebody or a group of people that are either in need or are creating a problem that they may or may not be aware of. Let us uh, be made aware of that so that it can be checked out to determine what, if any, course of action would be appropriate. Basically, it's it's uh, just making the overall communication process an easier process without necessarily calling out SWAT, right? I mean, right. that's uh, the This is all it. about communicating. This is all about developing a relationship between the students and the staff and the, the leadership at the school mm-hmm. to be made aware of what is, in fact, going on. This is a school climate initiative here so that we can focus on issues that may or may not be being fully addressed mm-hmm. at the school, irrespective of what type they are. This is this begins or can further the communications process between the students and the staff. And I would also want to highlight the fact that it includes the parents. Mm-hmm. This this tip line is also available to the parents of the students so that uh, whatever information they, they are being made aware of by virtue of their students coming home and sharing mm-hmm. concerns, that the parents can also uh, be part of the solution here and mm-hmm. let the school, whether it be police and or counselors or school leadership who may or may not be aware of a certain condition or aspect of activities that are that is not healthy at the school, they can let us know. You know, it's interesting. A, a, a while back, we did a podcast with uh, Chief Story. And one of the comments that he made, we were talking about, I believe we were talking about police cars and what was in them and how they're equipped and all of this. Mm-hmm. And, and he kind of stopped that and said, but we don't want our officers in the police cars. We want them in the schools developing relationships Correct. with students and staff. I can imagine that one officer, let's say in a, a high school of what now, two or 3,000 students, you can't know everybody, but everybody knows somebody there. Correct. So it's kind of extending your eyes and ears, right? Yes, and it is also an effort to make the police officer at the respective school part of the school family mm-hmm. so that like any good member of any family, if there's something that needs to be addressed, a concern that has not been expressed, um, they they 
can and will be consulted or or be made aware of a condition that needs to be addressed, whether it, whether it's a bullying thing, whether it's a potential criminal act. This we're not focusing on the criminal act per se. Mm-hmm. That's that is our forte. Obviously, those are the things that we deal with on a regular basis. But the point here is, we're trying to become more aware of what's going on. We are asking for information from all quarters at the school mm-hmm. so that, in fact, we can be preventive and we can be proactive. There's a limited number of resources at the schools. Right. Uh, we have high-quality teachers. We've got good leadership. Uh, we have support services there in the school in the form of counselors and psychologists. And we also have police officers there that are, are the, the tip of the spear, so to speak, when it comes to dealing with life safety concerns or issues that may have a criminal uh, component to it. Mm-hmm. But this process, this tip line uh, allows us to try to bring the police officer into that loop so that the the students and the staff, for that matter, have a confidence in the officer and are willing to bring things to their attention mm-hmm. so that they, in fact, can be dealt with while they're still just issues and not problems. Right. Okay. The sooner we can address – it's like a, it's like a toothache, okay? <laughs> uh, if you don't address the, the, the ache mm-hmm. and find out what the matter with it is, you go to the dentist to find out what the deal is, whether it's just a – you know, a small issue, it's a filling or, or you need a root canal. Uh-huh. Let's find out what the issue is. The sooner you find out, the less less painful the, the process could possibly be okay, so to let's, address it. Okay, let, so let's give the audience a moment just to get over the PTSD of going to a dentist. Okay, sorry right. about that. Uh, that. That's okay. No, that's a good <laughs> but, analogy. But, but they, they understand <laughs> the, the potential pain associated with well, Yeah, and, and, and not to make light of, of what could go wrong. Now, let me let me ask you what you've kind of alluded to some of the issues but uh, what types of issues would you expect to get through this this tip line system as the you described focus of the tip line if i may say has been the result of a lot of focus and effort to address issues of climate in the schools mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is a safe and secure climate where kids look forward to coming to school. They Mm -hmm. look forward to learning. And issues such as bullying or intimidation or threats on the part of students against other students or people that are not supposed to be in school but are hanging around outside Mm -hmm. uh, the periphery of the school, gang-related activity where where kids are afraid to come to school, all those lead to uh, an anxiety or a fear of going to school. You can't learn if you're afraid when you're at school. Yeah. So whether this is bullying or intimidation that could lead to a form of fear of school or perhaps taking it to a, a more extreme here, uh, a, a, de- a depression, a feeling of hopelessness, mm-hmm. uh, and possible what they call suicidal ideations where you have mm-hmm. somebody willing because of their hopelessness and their fear of going to school, they they just can't deal with that anymore. We have resources that are there in the school. If we know about these things, we can funnel those resources or funnel the support that is there at the school to provide to the student and staff member, for that matter, that help and support mm-hmm. that can benefit them, allow them to deal with that situation and uh, and help them. 
But you got to know about it before it gets to a critical point. Correct. The sooner we know about it, the the less effort it takes to get that support or mm-hmm. provide that support to the, the and, students. And the more effective it is. And the more effective it is. Yeah. I think we all can readily relate. The sooner we deal with any issue in our lives, the less problematic it, that issue becomes. And the sooner you ad- address it and begin to deal with it, the better off everybody is. Okay. Now, the phone system uh, part of it, uh, you know, the app is one thing. Yeah, I imagine you have on-screen buttons that you press for this, that, and the other to communicate your message to the system. But uh, the, the phone system, is that an automated system, basically? Yes. The You will be contacting, if you go by phone, it goes to the Safe Schools Alert, and you'll basically be recorded uh, a message. The, the information that you have will be recorded, and then it will be sent to us. A notification will, will be made to the district, and then we'll dis- decide how best to to address the concern that was expressed on the tip. So, one thing that I, I know that every student uh, who's been bullied fears is the notion that the bully finds out that he's essentially snitched on them, and then the bully wants wants retribution for that. Right. What? How do you guys address that? One of the advantages of this system, it does provide the capability of anonymity. You okay. can report your tip anonymously. I, I would suggest, though, that where possible, the ability for the district to come back and ask additional questions. We need certain amounts of information so that we can accurately and credibly uh, research mm-hmm. the concern so that we can uh, identify the involved parties and decide on the most appropriate course of action to, to deal with that concern. Right. If you submit a tip that does not provide all the information and you do so anonymously, it makes it that much more difficult for us to properly do the, the legwork and dig into the background information yeah. so that we can properly and credibly deal with it. So if you had, uh, say, somebody called the tip line and said, oh, my goodness, there's this uh, kid who's been talking about uh, you know, blowing up the school or whatever, come help. and yeah, come help. <laughs> Bye. Click. There's not a lot we can what, do with that. You got 114 schools to deal with, so it's <laughs> you can't do much with that. You got to be able it to. Does not allow us to properly respond when we don't have all, right. all the information we need to, to properly identify who the involved parties are and what school they're at mm-hmm. and where they can be located to begin the process to determine what's going on. Okay. Now, one of the things that obviously has has kind of brought this all to light, uh, we mentioned in the open how uh, our superintendent has really ramped up safety in schools. And, and there's no doubt this kind of goes back to the whole Columbine type of event happening. Recently, there was a, a uh, an issue in the news or an event in the news, I think it was in the about mid-December of 2018, that uh, a school shooting Potentially, a school shooting was largely thwarted because of something like this. Do you recall what that was about? There was a, I believe, a middle school in Indiana, in the vicinity of Indianapolis, that a mother was concerned about her son, and he was having some some issues that 
were manifesting themselves in some aberrant behavior. Uh, she notified the authorities. The authorities contacted the school, and in no uncertain terms, the school was able to take appropriate protective measures. They went into a lockdown. The students and staff were just, were able to secure themselves. The student did arrive in at the school. The student was unable to get inside. He forced his way inside, but the school police officer there, the campus police officer, was right Johnny on the spot there, was able to confront him before he was able to uh, make contact with anybody else. And as a result, only one person was hurt. And, and, and no, that was, and that was the, the student. The student. But kid. nobody else was harmed. Mm -hmm. And the system, the response system that was in place worked extremely well because of the advanced notice that was yeah. provided by that information shared by a parent. And the same principle is what we're trying to accomplish here with empowering students and staff to be aware of what's going on in the schools, on, on the school grounds, so that if something like that were to take place, we can react much more quickly mm -hmm. and uh, more effectively utilize the limited resources that we do have uh, in the most effective way possible. Well. Wow. Hmm. That that was that was a sad situation, no doubt. But uh, thank goodness that the mother reported like that. I remember hearing the, the police chief say that if she had not, then hundreds of lives could have been been lost. We all have an obligation to look out for each other hmm. and the ability to recognize or be aware of and, and recognize a potential I will use the term threat. The sooner we recognize it, the sooner we're able to appropriately respond to it, the more uh, we take code red drills seriously, the better prepared we are, the more efficient we are, proficient in being able to exercise those processes when they take place, when we have that advanced notice by virtue of people caring about each other mm -hmm. and letting letting people in authority know so that those resources, whatever they are, mm -hmm. whether whether it's a counselor, whether it's a, a psychologist, whether it's a police officer, the more advanced notice we have, the more effective we can respond to it in a way where we minimize the risk of somebody being hurt. Wow. Well, we, we've been listening to Officer Phil Bradford, uh, Cobb County School District's Emergency Management Specialist. Officer Phil, thank you so much for stopping by. My pleasure. This is uh, quite insightful. We don't like to think of, of uh, the potential, but we sure are glad that you guys are out there trying to keep not only our students safe, but also our staff safe. That's, that's important. Safety is everyone's business. That's true. Now, you can learn more about the school district's commitment to safety by visiting www.cobshield.com. It's got some great facts about the intense efforts being made to keep Cobb schools as a safe environment in which to teach, lead, and learn. Also, tell your friends that this podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. If you've found these podcasts helpful or would like to suggest a topic, feel free to drop me an email at david.owen at cobk12.org. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.